All right, this is Conan Yo's, and we got Enoch on the line. You Good on? evening. <clears throat> Good evening. Good evening. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking and yourself. Pretty good. It was a warm day here in the Bay Area. How's it like where you are? It was slightly warm too. Um, with the evening now being kind of chilly. Okay. But it was uh it was fairly warm. All right. So the song uh we played in the beginning of this podcast was uh, Africa by Toto. One of my uh one of my top uh 10 favorite songs, believe it or not. And uh, you mentioned that song today. Why did you mention that song today? <laughs> you know, I was uh, playing in the laundromat where uh, I was doing my laundry. Okay. And uh, it's like me and my wife's kind of like jam. And uh, sometimes uh, when we're on a road trip, I'll play it and we both sing along to it. Okay. All right. So it's, it's got some a deeper meaning for you. Yeah, it's uh, also reminds me of my, um, you know, my um, during my drinking career. Okay. I would, I would actually play that song and uh, sing to it out loud. Is it like a bar song? <laughs> it's a whatever song. Okay. It's actually like a, like a suburban white picket fence, you know, like mom and dad song. Okay. You know what I mean, like, because believe when I when I first heard it, I was actually uh, at the beach, and some guy was yelling at his drunk wife Shannon. <laughs> and I had my phone, and I was like, "Okay, let me see uh, what who's playing this song." I mean, I was curious, and so I okay, my phone picks up. Oh, it's Toto. I'm like, okay, I think I've never really heard of him. Okay, and then I, I, I hear this guy, you know, saying, "Shannon, you always get like this when you get drunk." was the song playing on the radio yeah they were playing it out loud on their like little boom box okay all right and uh so this guy whatever his name was was kind of arguing with his drunk wife sharon or shannon sorry sounds like a sounds like a, what a drunk wife would be named i guess i don't know <laughs> shannon? yeah if your wife is drunk her name is probably shannon <laughs> no no that was that was that was her that was her her name because he mentioned that like you always get like this when you get drunk shannon uh, not probably not aware of the fact that he himself was drunk and holding a Coors light can <laughs> what <laughs> drunk that's just relative right yeah so relative. like yeah <laughs> Ever since that, I uh, always associate that song with like white suburban drunk parents. Okay. And I don't know. I've I've uh, sang out loud to both you know drunk and sober. So, but my wife liked it, and we both considered it like our song. All right, all right. It's a it's we, an old uh, song. We, we, yeah, it is a very old song. But we also have like Backstreet Boys and Sync that we like sing out loud too. Okay. Hey, I remember you were a big fan of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a it's, it's a guilty pleasure. I'm not gonna lie, they're a guilty pleasure. You know what? That one they have this one song where like they're in a mansion. That was mm -hmm. my pleasure. Really? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, man. I mean, why not? Right. I remember was somebody saying, um, "This is back in our punk rock days." Uh huh. Someone's saying that, like, uh, they saw somebody or knew somebody that wore, like, a Backstreet Boy shirt to, like, a casualties show. Really? Yeah, and nobody did anything to him. That's, that's punk rock right there. If you're wearing a Backstreet Boys. Well, yeah, and I'm like, that's more show. punk. You're, you're, like, basically showing that you're such a nonconformist. You're basically saying, fuck you all, you people here with spiky hair and patches and studs and I'm only on here looking normal with a Backstreet Boy shirt. <laughs> That's you know, a little bit oh. of I guess, <laughs> irony and a little bit of punk in it itself right there. It is. It is irony and uh, it's like wearing a Backstreet Boys shirt to a punk show that's that you can't be more non-conformist than that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure that like kind of threw everybody off and made them feel awkward. And if it did, good. Yeah. Good. 
good for him and good that they uh, felt awkward. That's a, a social experiment right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I guess apparently everything went smooth. No one did anything to him, and I guess he got a couple compliments. Over over what? What would they like? Hey, like what would they do? Cool shirt, I guess. And like, yeah, what what exactly would they say? You don't belong here. Like, yeah. who 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 would who are they to have told someone like him he doesn't belong there? Right. Like you know, it goes against the, all their you know morals and. You know, ethics, I guess. You can't just tell someone they don't belong here simply it's, because of the way they're dressed. I guess you can simply put it that it's yeah, like, it's just silly, you know? Yeah, it's silly. I guess it was out of place and whether why he did it, I'm sure it was a social experiment, but but yeah, because that wouldn't be punk rock to be telling someone to leave because of how they're dressed. Because is that one of the things they constantly sing about, like getting kicked out or being chased away because of the way they look. <laughs> I am. Yeah. yeah I think. <laughs> <laughs> that totally it reminds me of uh, this movie. Um, have you ever seen a um, what's that movie called? Um, the Goonies. Ah, no, not The Goonies. It's, uh, <laughs> it came out in the 90s with uh, a very young Jack Black and a very young Seth Green. Um, it's about like a kid who surfs. Nah, dude. Ah, shoot. But anyways, in this movie, it, this kid who's from Cali is your typical like white surfer, you know, blonde kid, and he has to go to he has to live with his cousin who's played by Seth Green in Cincinnati, and you know it's snowy and cold there at the time. And anyways, through a bunch of mishaps and misunderstandings, blah blah blah. The, the group of ragtag misfits and end up befriending this kid and, you know, asking for his help to defeat who they call the preps, the rival school, like, uh, hockey team, in, like, in a race down some, like, gnarly hill that they call the devil's backbone. Anyways, but throughout the mishaps and whatnot, they constantly, like, you know, belittle the guy for being different, for being from California, for being like kind of like preppy himself and you know being a surfer and whatnot and towards the end of the movie they ask for his help and they tell him like you know we want to show them that like you know we're somebody and that like picking on people for being different is wrong and so in my mind i'm like oh yeah so will you help us kid that we just recently made fun of for being different <laughs> <laughs> you know, like i just like wait a minute <laughs> you're telling him you're doing this because you're trying to prove a point that there's nothing wrong with being different, et cetera, et cetera. While well, you just did the same thing to him, like this whole like hour, that's pretty jacked up, right? <laughs> mixed, mixed signals there. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah. So that's that music, you know, Backstreet Boys, and um, double standards. But anyways, uh, okay, what else so is in the news? Uh, what else is in the news today? Oh man, there's some funny things in the news actually. Here, I, I can uh, uh bring some up. Mm-hmm. Some things that caught my attention today were okay. So uh, this is the headline uh, I read: that sarcastic George Clooney to President Trump. Thanks for making June Juneteenth famous. And there was a picture of. Uh, George Clooney with a, with like a really smug uh, expression on his face, and uh, when I read that, I'm like, why am I reading this? Why is George Clooney making a statement to Donald Trump about Juneteenth? Does he own Juneteenth? I don't know. Like, I've never heard him talk about anything like that before. Why is that in the news? And you know, Juneteenth is a is a very um, it's a it's it's a day that's commemorated because that's like when slavery ended. Mm-hmm. I never knew that before. That's something new I've learned. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I don't know why George Clooney is in the mix, but that's uh, that's a headline I read on Yahoo. That was like very prominent too. It was like one of the first things I read. Yeah. Uh, so uh, because. Because, uh, you know, very left-leaning media 
for whatever reason, thinks that celebrities speak for like the masses. Yeah. In fact, nobody speaks for anybody, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, uh, it's, let me see, unless you literally have been through it all, like you've been through hell and high water and you've been to hell and back, nobody should be getting up on no stupid podium and trying to like act as if they speak for everybody, especially well, celebrities, especially celebrities. Because, I mean, who are they? I mean, what do they know? What, 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 uh, what, what, um, I mean, what, what backing do they carry? Yeah, no, well, you got a point. And I'm not as gullible to, like, look to George Clooney for his uh, opinion on uh, a matter like that. Mm. Uh, I think, you know, that's just PR. It's PR for George Clooney and whatever movie he comes up, comes in next or... Yeah, because he's been really irrelevant lately, and I don't think nobody really cares about him anymore. Well, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been very relevant. He did. He married someone, and they were in the news for a while. And yeah, and he had mentioned after he got married that uh, that he was going to stay out of uh, the light because he just wanted to like settle down and have kids. And well, I don't know, maybe he's going broke or something. Okay, well, here's something a little bit more relevant: mm. is that Muhammad Ali's son said his dad wouldn't have supported Black Lives Matter movement or protest over George Floyd's death. And, uh, you know, I read that and uh, uh, it was interesting, but at the same time, you know, uh, I'm an adult, I'm uh, fairly intelligent, and uh, I don't like people talking about dead people's perspectives, what they would have been. And, you know, here's something Mm -hmm. else. Muhammad Ali is... uh, He's uh, a figure that's, you know, um, he's looked to as, you know, someone who was very great. Uh, he was a noble figure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people kind of guessing what his perspective would have been, I think it's pointless. Yeah, like what's that going to change? And who who is his son that now he's in the news and now he's saying this, you know? that seems, It seems like to me that that's just a way of getting attention for himself. Of course. I mean, he has his name. He, that should be enough. But like, I don't really yeah. read about him. I've never read about him any other time. Um, yeah, that, that's what. That's all he has is his dad's name. And but um, yeah, it's it this, and I I even, I even mentioned this like a while back when I was telling you that it was just an open window of opportunities for all kinds of like nobodies and has beens and. And would be to just jump on board and, you know, say something to either stay relevant or get attention and get clicks and get, you know, you know, a few checks. That to me, I, that's all it's turned into. It's like really everybody now speaks for somebody, and you know, everybody stands in solidarity with something, this and that, and uh, but you know, if to they- me. The movement is just that's just all it's turning into is just a cash grab, like just the money making, like, uh, how would I put it? Like a political money making scheme. Well, yeah, because if banks yeah, are in on that, this and car yeah. companies, are, you know, are in on this, that makes me grow very like wary. And also, like, like everybody feels like they have to, you know, like state. That oh, we support our, our black partners and black communities and our black customers and our black employees, which which I find I find that uh, as a good thing as well. It is a good thing, but it's but it's like why can't you just why can't you just say that about everybody like all of our customers and employees and and partners and businesses of, of all colors and all ethnicities like that when you when you only start to like just single out like certain groups, dude. This is what I'm talking about. This is like when the division starts, dude. And this well, one, everyone's all said, "Kind of want a day." I, well, I want a special day now. I'm on a special day. No, that's what this debate is about, though. Okay. It's, it's that, like uh, something I've said before, it's emphasizing equality through, you know, stating that this, these, this group of people, they matter. I got it. You know. I, I personally I, I that's that's what I that's what I feel. True. Um 
Abraos has said, I feel everybody matters and we shouldn't, we should always be emphasizing and saying that, you know, all of our people, all, you know, we're a society, everybody within the society matters. No matter, no matter, the, no matter the color, no matter the creed or wherever you come from, everybody yeah. matters. Again, you... that's, that's what made, you know, this damnation so great at one point because nobody saw like, color, creed, race, religion. People just saw everybody is here for a single purpose. We recited that every day in the Pledge of Allegiance, you know. Uh, yeah. All men are, you know, created equal. Like, uh, um, yeah, but we've been, that's, people have been repping that for a long time, but uh, things have, haven't always reflected that. True, so and, you can say that you can say that, and we've said yeah. it for a long time, and, uh, and America said my, it, but they haven't acted on it. And and here's my and here's my my take on that, because it's, again, it's, an issue an issue that that we should be taking care of between us people as a society. Again, we're turning it into a, a government issue, and that's why it, we've gotten nowhere because it's like we're looking up to the government. For, for leadership, for help, and to solve it, and what should we do? Why uh, should we do that? Yeah, well, we the thing is, do people they, in the Black Lives Movement, they're not looking to the government. Well, apparently they are with, uh, you know, defund the police and, make, okay, well, making sure that the 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 um, the culprits got behind bars, and I said, okay, yeah, that was a government issue right there. Make sure that they they got theirs and they got behind bars, which they did now. But what else is it? But what else is everybody protesting on the streets? I mean, what what are they specifically asking for now? To to oust racism out of the police force? How are they going to go about that? More accountability, okay? How are they going to go about that? Well, you know, people are organizing and they're putting that. That's true, and, and that's I'm glad that they are. That's very important. But what I'm saying is. We, yeah, we should organize, but we shouldn't be like throwing this out there in front of the mayor's office, the senator's office, the congressman's office, and saying that oh Donald Trump doesn't care and this and that. Like, good. Do not look to these assholes for for this solution. We need to be educating ourselves and working with one another to achieve that that goal. Just getting on TV, making a mess, causing a well, scene, no, dude, just yelling out. Like that. I mean, so well, I mean, to me, that's TV, what it seems like. The TV, they're not getting on TV. The press is uh, is uh, is uh, documenting this, and uh, unfortunately, certain things are more sensational. And broken shop windows are more sensational. That's true. They make for better stories, and that's I'll retract my statement. Always airing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're seeing it. So you you're. What's being reported to you is what's the most sensational, and and not, not just that, but uh, uh, eyewitness, eyewitness too. Like I mean, I'm witnessing this stuff even for a time. Like, in Irvine, every white dude, every white person has a has a BLM sticker on their yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. So, over here too. People have have their have their have, have it in the front, like signs in front of their yards. Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. Cool, I get all that, but as I said, and that's a good thing. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't let this be a government issue. Everybody needs to. I mean, not everybody, no, but uh, it's going to get involved regardless. Well, if we let it get involved, we shouldn't. We should think, hey, you know what? We we, we don't need, we don't need your hand in this. Stay out of it. The only thing we're going to recommend that you do. Is as far as like ousting racism out of out of the police force and stuff is go renegotiate these contracts, these collective bargaining contracts that are, you know, rid- ridiculously. Uh, um, they need they need some some well some. Ah, uh, what's that word? I just said it. Uh, renegotiating. Yeah, reevaluating. Re- reevaluating, renegotiating, and looking at what the hell is inside these contracts, because. Okay. You know, in the case of you know uh, George Floyd, though the police union, those contracts allowed for behavior like this to happen because they can get yeah. away with 
you know, illicit, unethical behavior, and it gets expunged immediately. Yeah. They're given a day to come up with some BS story, and then it's gone. But no one is even looking at that. And, and then to make matters worse, we hear from the top three police unions, accept these terms as a solution to your problem. Accept what? No, accept these terms and it's for, uh, for the solution to your problem. No further investigation is needed. And uh, as far as you mentioned something about equality earlier, mm-hmm. I, and I always stress this because societies who strive towards like freedom and equality will end up with neither, dude. You cannot have both, dude. Because, yeah. Be, yeah, because just as just as I have said with like racism, yeah, we can we can do our best to stomp it out, to edu- to educate ourselves, you know, teach the young, lead by example. But that's never really gonna go away, man. I think that's just part of our not part of our, but that's just part of uh, human nature. Racism is part of human nature. I I think it is. I mean, yeah, we could bring it down to a, to a great, great, think, great degree, but I don't think you're ever going to fully get rid of it because you're always going to have bad people no matter what. Well, yeah, racism exists, and um, that doesn't mean tolerate it. It, it, exists, up with it, it but exists we should, in many different. We should, we should acknowledge and accept that it's a reality. I don't that, think it's human nature, though. Huh? I don't think it's human nature. Uh, it's not like we were born to. True. Discriminate and you know uh, hold prejudices. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I I I see your point uh, as to that racism is it exists and it's uh, it's prevalent in many. Never going to go away because no one's going to have bad. But I think it's going to go away. Yeah, me said yeah, and we can make go away to a to a large degree, but. To have it completely, completely stomped out? No. Because well, no utopia exists. Well, no. Well, yeah. You can't stop. It's not, you know, you can't rid the world of racism. Um, that's that's a feat that's much too difficult. But what, what can happen is uh, racists can't, can't be as emboldened as they are. And uh, these systems embolden them. And one point you had was... Uh, the police union unions and their contracts mm-hmm. that, uh, allow for so much wiggle space for bad cops uh, in regards to like their records being expunged and they can still claim a pension even though they're in prison at the mm-hmm. taxpayer's expense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wish more 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 of that was talked about. But and I you wish. Know- People like, I wish those in, in the Black Lives Matter movement or the well, from the police movement they would say some they would talk about these issues. Um, that's the thing. It's like these entities, just, like just like just like just like uh, I'm hearing that like like up in Seattle and where all these major takeovers, I guess you could say, have happened. Um, the police are pretty much extorting the, the public because they're not showing up at the uh, mayor's order and, and stuff like that. And again, they're, Wait, getting away, they're, they're getting away with illicit behavior. I mean, with unethical behavior like that because it's in their contract. Yeah. So they can, they can go out on strike. Oh yeah. Like that's a tactic that's being used, uh, a lot more, or uh, we've been hearing about it being used, like uh, a certain like police like force all resigning when uh, when they're being under investigation, like uh, when they push that man, that elderly man, to the ground, a mm-hmm. six-year-old, yeah, to the ground, his head started bleeding, and uh, last I heard, he was in the hospital. Like they said, he was in critical condition. I don't know, oh, but. Um, when the, the those officers were being investigated, I think the whole like unit, like some type of unit for like controlling crowds, mm-hmm. they, all, they all resigned. Altogether. Oh, you mean like the riot squad or? Yeah, I don't know what they were, something like that. Okay. 
And Riot Squad is the name of the song too, uh, right? Yeah. By who? Uh, Riot Squad. Yeah. By by which band or who? Who are we talking about? You just said Riot Squad, and I I started hearing the song. Oh no no I meant like, like the that yeah, uh I, that uh, that police part of the I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so you told it me doesn't you matter. Know. There, there's strike, there's walkouts, there's strikeouts, there's res- resignations, and don't think they're not getting affected. Like, I mean, don't think that they are getting affected. Like, they're still going to claim pensions because they're still going to claim unemployment and pensions and and uh, <laughs> paid leave and all that stuff. And all this is in you know their collective bargaining contract so they're not they're not going to you know cry because they're missing a paycheck or they don't have money they have plenty uh, well yeah they do have money but uh, and way too much influence too now another thing that that bothers me is that the unions have way too much lobbying special interest in the matters of like you know their say and that's again an issue that and, and brought up and that can possibly change right now with so many people distancing themselves from the police force, police organizations. I think even, uh, they were even considering changing the name of some uh, some sports teams, or someone suggested it. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's on the table. Hmm. I don't think they moved ahead with it, but uh, the Rangers, I think, the Texas Rangers. That's already. That's already. Oh wait a minute, I mean, that's. There's the Houston, Texas, and then there's the Dallas Cowboys. Houston, Texas is Houston is a city in Texas, right? Yeah. Are we talking about the police or football teams? No, no, some team, a sports team. I don't know. It's a football team, the Rangers, maybe a baseball team. I don't know. Oh, New York Rangers? No, 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 not the New York Rangers, the Texas Rangers. Or maybe oh, I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking Walker, Texas Ranger, and I got. <laughs> I think you're thinking Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. Something Rangers. Uh, uh, yeah, because I, I, as far as sport teams, there's only the, the Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Texans, there's um, oh. the San Antonio Spurs, and I think for baseball, there's the, I forget, the A's or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Someone called the, some team called the Rangers. Oh, okay. And then what did they want to rename? And uh, I don't know. Well, I think it's big that it made the news that they were considering changing their name. Okay. And see, know. yeah, and see, in, in something like that, well, all that is a private matter. So, you know what? That I could care less about because mm. it's a private matter. And if, if, if the fans or the public demand it and these NFL, you know, owners or those, you know, with, all the 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 say and go in the NFL. I mean, by, by all means, change whatever you want. Same thing with the uh, with the pantry uh, food. Um, I don't know if you heard. You know, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, those all that stuff is all private matters. I could care less. Well, you know, it's not private matters. It's not private as to. Like, well, I mean, I mean, yes, because you know, it, it was uh, public opinion is what you know made them sway and you know, okay, I guess we got to change it because you know that's, the public didn't like it. Stuff like what is. 2020 mm-hmm. and how long have people been pc for like the night i think since the 90s you know you you hear the term pc being thrown yeah out. but i mean i, I, but I don't understand why time. why why this why this bothered people now and not before well yeah right it's i guess it's not that it bothers them now it's that now they're like oh dang like maybe we should change this you know to for and PR. again again with that with that with that movement going where are you gonna draw the line? At one point, it do, well, at one point, are things just gonna stop that's, being offensive? That's you know that's a good that's a good point, and uh, we don't know. And but you know I I welcome because I mean everybody can start saying that anything is offensive now. Well, no, sitting I a certain think, way, you know, I sitting think, a certain way, standing a certain way, saying certain things, the way you say certain things. No, I think. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, the way I see it. It's going to get that ridiculous at one point. No, because, I mean, it's starting with food pantries and 
in sports teams, which I said I don't care if if, if public opinion sway these companies to do these things, fine. But my thing, my argument is that like, where are you going to draw the line? Because that's kind of an extreme argument. It's kind of like yeah. That. Uh, remember when uh, gay marriage was being legalized? Mm-hmm. Uh, a common argument you hear from people, a very extreme argument, is like, okay, if men are if same sex couples are going to marry each other, what's to stop people from marrying animals? I, I, I hear that a lot. I think, oh well, that's that's I think well. First of all, that's dumb because. You can't you can't equate animals with people, so that's stupid. I I heard it too. You know what? That's pretty. You could dismiss that argument any, at any moment because it's animals. That's stupid. But um, but this is how, diff- how, how are because different? we're talking about like everyday products and services that we all use. That now you know they're becoming offense. Now they're offensive, and now you know. Well, no, it's not they're, that they're offensive now. It's that they're offensive to you now because they've been brought to light. But they've always been offensive, but not. But and am I, it might be only it might be only one that's never found those things like that offensive. I'll give you a good no, example. No, when, I when Speedy when Speedy Gonzalez first came out, you know Chuck Jones uh, Looney Tunes. Only the PC crowd thought it, that it was offensive and racist, and it turned out that Hispanics love loved Speeding Gonzalez more than anything. Yeah, I don't think. Um, and so, so that argument was quickly shoved, you know, thrown out the window because it was like, well, like Hispanics love the character a lot. Like, who was yeah, right. the PC crowd that's, trying to like? That's that's different because they love that they love that cartoon because uh, they saw it as young children and. They ha- it has some nostalgia and, and you know it has some it's, sen- it's sentimental. Mm. Sometimes things that are that are kind of are are vile can become sentimental. Uh, it, it, and um, you know what? Uh, sorry, and sorry to cut you off, but it's not until somebody points out that it's vile or that it's racist or or, or what whatever what's whatever is wrong with it. It's not until somebody points it out that that person starts to make think. Oh, you know what? It actually really is. But before that, that person never, never really, never really saw it or never really cared for it. But someone throws it in their face, like, "No, you're supposed to be offended and upset about it." It's like, well, why? And I think that's what's happening. It's just everything's just getting shoved in people's faces. Like, find this offensive and have it demand that it gets changed now, because we have this movement going on and we can't. We can't stop now. We just want to start changing everything and anything we could possibly think of. No, well, I hear you. I think it's important we analyze everything in our daily life and really see the meaning behind it. Sometimes some people are really on that and like, hey, that's offensive, that's offensive. Maybe a lot of times it has nothing to do with them. But... uh, but If if it's just a cover of of a pancake, waffle mix... And rice, there's nothing to analyze. It's just rice, and it's just no, a picture. No, you can't say that, dude. That it's part of it's it's part of American culture, and you know minstrels and um, all you know all these you know all these characters that were created to to uh, dehumanize you know African Americans in the media. You have like little like Black Sambo. You know, it's it's just to it's nor it's to normalize these de- depictions of these these certain groups of people, and it, they they did a great job because they normalized that stuff to you too. You know, for you like Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima, it's all you know, it's all this is fun. You know. It's well, no, I never, I, ne- I never, I never, I never, I never thought nothing of it. When I looked you at that, I didn't think, I didn't think, oh, this is normalized like uh, slaves or like racism. Like I, I, never, I never cared. It never occurred to me to think about it. It never occurred to you to think about it. It is. It was not because it, it's not significant to you. It's not relevant to you. But it is relevant to a lot of people. And um, and how come now? And now why not before? Yeah. Why? Why now? Not before. That's a great question. Why now? Not before. I mean, for so many years, uh, twenty twenty, just now, it it decided to bother everybody. I mean, I but. Decided to bother some. Well, it's and and really think about it. And the people that are that are bothered by it or that have offense to it, are that is that people the majority? Is it a minority? Is it like fifty fifty? Or I I I mean, like I said, I don't care about them changing the name or the logo or whatever. But I just 
my 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 whole argument is where are you gonna draw the where are they gonna draw the line? Because it's not gonna stop there. Everything is gonna start changing. Yeah. And I know that's an extreme argument, but okay. I haven't been I haven't been proven wrong yet. Well, I mean, I haven't well, been wrong about my predictions. What what I see right now is is you or you representing a faction of uh, the of society that doesn't want to be inconvenienced. And you don't Such want, as you don't want familiar things to go away. Oh, I don't care. Like I said, pri- private matters. If the company wants to do it. That's cool. It's not going to bother me. It's not going to change the way I eat pancakes or not. I'll still buy Aunt Jemima. I'll still buy Uncle Ben's. Or whichever the brand is that that's they're they're thinking of you know renaming or changing, that's fine. That's not gonna stop me from eating or consuming these products. But my 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 whole argument is, where will you draw the line, and why? How well, this matters now. Those are good questions. I don't have the answer to where where will the line be drawn, and uh, will will people continue? To yeah, do that? and believe me. Believe me, name changing and stuff like that is will, will well, never ever inconvenience me. I could care less. Well, no, no, no. Well, because yeah. I see food, I never saw a slave or, or a slave depiction or whatever. All I saw was it's a food product. I enjoy it and I eat it. I only I pay no attention to the face or anything like that. Yeah, but the but the effects of it are so subtle that you don't notice it. And they happen very slowly. Okay, but but again, and even and with what you're you, saying, no, 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 no. how did it affect me though? It's so it's subtle. Like they're they're so normalized. Like it, I, don't, I don't understand. It's just a box. Well, it doesn't affect you, right? And that says a lot in itself. Okay. And you know what? It didn't affect me either. I'll be honest. Like to me, I never thought much about it. But just a picture on a box, right? There are people it affects. It's a picture on a box, a name on a box. It's a characterization. And and how did it how does it affect the how would you say it affected people um, that you know you said maybe it, it affected some people. How would it have affected some people? How could it have affected some people? In, in what respect, in what way? Okay, well I think you kinda know, but it's like uh, let's say Uncle Ben's, right? Mm-hmm. He's an African American. He's an elderly, like males depicted on on a box, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a characterization of a certain type of person, and uh, a certain type of person, what their job is, what how they're supposed to behave, how they're supposed to act, uh, what are their their what are they confined to? They're confined to a certain to a certain occupation, they're confined to a certain, um, a certain uh, way of beha- behaving. Uh, these are all things that speak volumes, uh, and maybe to some people more than others. To you, not so much because you don't live that. It's not your identity. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, you do have a certain identity, and your identity is also depicted. In, in different ways in the media. In oh, the- yeah. Huh, big time. Yeah, you just mentioned like Speedy Gonzalez. Uh, um, so, you know, it, it, it's there. You, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. The lazy Mexican, like, is always sleeping under a cactus. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Mexican who hauls his stomach in a wheelbarrow because he likes to eat so much because he's so... Uh, Gluttonous. That I haven't seen yet. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no, that's news to me. See, <laughs> you see what I mean? How like that's a, this is an example right there. It's not until somebody points it out to somebody, like shoves no. it in their face, that they realize, it's- oh, it, it is like depicting something bad. You see it as lighthearted, right? Well. And that's okay because you can make fun. Of I don't even see it as lighthearted. I can see as hearted, but overall, I don't. I don't. It doesn't care. It doesn't move me. Is what I'm saying. These ina- these inadequate objects, like faces on boxes. Well, I might I'm, I might chuckle a bit, but overall, these things don't move me. Maybe because I ha- I think I'm sorry to say this might sound like psychopathic of me to say, but I think highly of myself. So when I when I see these depictions, and I've seen a lot, like in with respect to Hispanics, 
they don't move me, dude. They don't move me. I don't. I'm not okay. gonna sit and cry oh, and they stop. Don't. They don't my life. And I'm not gonna start a movement to have all, all like a bunch of things get changed just so for for me not to feel like offended or butthurt. No, it, it's not. It's not okay. So here's the thing. Okay, here's what I don't think we are saying. It's hmm. not so they don't offend you. It's so they don't continue to paint the negative portrait of you in society because society picks, picks up on those things yeah, that's very true children. it's for your children your grandchildren it's like you know but here's the thing though but here's the thing though what, what i would this is what i this is what i would what would teach my children and grandchildren don't let shit like this move you they can good. they can that's, say that's depict good. whatever they want about us but don't let it move you yeah, be stronger than that. Awesome. Be bigger than that. Be better than that. That's awesome. But see, that's just me, though. I know, know, I know, many probably wouldn't see it the way I see it. That's awesome. That's uh, see, that's idealistic. A lot of people would want to say, "Hey, I, I, I do the same." And a lot of people would like you, and and yeah. some would and wouldn't do it. You know, would say it yeah. and wouldn't do it. But regardless, no one should be there. There should not be given a characteristic that's like, "Hey, this is innate." This is an innate characteristic of this type of person, because it does it does affect people. What about like Cracker Jack Barrel? I mean, Cracker Barrel, Cracker Jack popcorn. I mean, there's, there's lots of with like whiteies too. If we're gonna make this like a a black and white thing, which is what it always ends up becoming, you know, I don't know. Uh, then let's yeah, not let's well, not let's not even put depictions of any human on any like product whatsoever. Just so we could avoid offending everybody and anyone, anything, just don't even have depictions of you people. You sound kind of spiteful right now, dude. Hmm? Because well, I said, because yeah. I said, don't even have depictions of anybody on anything. I don't know. I don't, or well, you just said right when you go by rice, you don't need to look at Uncle Ben. So that kind of uh, that's your argument right there. It's like, yeah, we don't need any pictures of anyone. We don't look at it, right? So if we don't look yeah. at it, why? Even... Oh yeah, right? there you go. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but but my, my like I said, my original argument was is well, not only like where where are you going to draw the line, but as well as like, did it really like affect people's like? livelihood and yeah i I get the whole negative portrayal thing and normalization i I can i can kind of understand that and see that now but in the grand scheme of things did like life stop running did did anybody like you know any non-black person like buy it one day or over time start like thinking when they saw blacks aunt jemima and uncle ben What? I mean, did anybody at any point, you know, start thinking of like African Americans any differently when they, you know, saw a box of Aunt Jemima or they had, you know, some Uncle Ben rice for dinner? Like when they, I'm sure they looked at these products, you know, put it in their basket and then checked out when they got home, made it. Did they think any differently of, uh, of blacks after? Purchasing and consuming these products. Oh, so you mean if, if these products like went directly yeah, like, with, did, did it influence did it influence anybody like, other than blacks like to look at to look at uh, blacks differently? Well, well, why 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 have a food product and uh, why market it with using certain types of images? What's the point? And. Again, these, when, when it comes to marketing, they're marketing the pancake itself. They're not marketing the face of oh, no. the box. Trust, trust me, putting a face on a, on a box does a lot. And that's, you know, marketing is key in the... In the okay, but, but I'm saying like, if, okay, well, sorry, when you said marketing, I was thinking of like commercials and stuff. But uh, yeah, I, you got a good point there. But but when I, when I think marketing yeah. or... I, I just think of the product. I don't. I. But then again, this is just me. And maybe it's just the way I, I. I've always saw things. I never saw faces on anything. I just saw either like a name, specific color, and product. 
the face, like if there's ever a face of a person, I hardly ever saw it. I mean, I'd see it, but I, I, I didn't focus on it. And like, I'm like, hmm, it's, this is depicting a slave. You know, it's possible that you you say you never saw anything, but that might have not been the case. And then again, then again, I, I never, I was, I, I stopped becoming a fan of Antimium pancakes. I started having like that Kodak one, uh-huh. like when I started working in Gelson. So I got over like the, the regular Antimium, and I just started. Having like the so yeah. so now you have a ne- negative depiction of no it. I don't have a guy I just I just her, her I, I just just said it right no nah. I just said the, that brand of, that brand of pancakes I no longer eat because I found what I think were a far more higher quality pancakes that's, and that's the negative repercussion and what's the negative repercussion I switched from one brand to another not because. So you, this brand is bad because it you has it's got a black person's face on it. That was, that well, because that there's, there's just too much sugar and and carb and empty carbohydrates in it. Oh, so you you trying to say certain people eat too much sugar? Am I, I'm trying to say that certain people eat too much sugar. Who yeah, am I trying to say? Certain a certain a certain group. Well, of what, what certain group, group of people eat too much sugar and uh? Well, that's maybe someone could someone could uh, think that. Well, look, man. <laughs> Someone has to be pretty butthurt and like, I'm, forgive my language, pretty freaking stupid to think about, to really deep think about, I mean, really deeply think about those things that you're mentioning. The only person yeah, that I can uh, think, that, I mean, I mean, I can't think of anybody other than like a small minority of really butthurt people who just get no, offended just, by everything. I, I'm sorry. I, that, I that's joking. just, oh, sorry. I know you're just joking, but still. Oh my! Oh, well, I'm just like not, I'm just generally summarizing my well, argument. The issue, the issue is not like incidental. It's not gotcha. case for case. It's individual cases of like racism. It's it's a long term effects and and the characterization characterization that are made of people yeah. and the association made of people and it's those associations are they last and they are they're hard to get rid of. Correct. And uh, it's those things. It's not the day-to-day thing that who's offended by what and how yeah. does it change significantly. Yeah, it's, it's like a listen, listen. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll put this in a nutshell with my with my final put input on this. But okay. you make some, you you make some good. Uh, some good uh, statements and some good uh, arguments as well, or counter-arguments. Um, but overall, the way I see it, these characterizations, these generalizations and depictions of people and what have you, they've never moved me. I, I never thought of black or Anybody else any differently based on a product I use? Oh, yeah, I know there's meaning behind all that stuff, but honestly, it wasn't until, it's not yeah. until all this stuff is being brought out and being talked about so damn much that, you know, okay, so it is a racist thing. Oh, my gosh. It, this whole time, I've been, buying, it, I've been buying a racist product from a racist company. Is that, is that really an okay thing to do? Because there's, there's people, I'm sure, more like me, who don't get moved or phased by shit like this. Yes, there's, you know, the way I see it is like, they can say, depict, and do whatever they if they want. It's their liberty to do so. I have my own life. I have my own uh, my own intentions, my own goals, my own aspirations. I could well, Nothing like this is going to make me stop, cry, or you, upset me for any other reason. Now, I could be alone in this, or I, I could be in a minority, but you're basically saying it's, it's insignificant. It's insignificant to me. There you go. Okay, but you know that, and that's very hurtful. I'm, I'm sure it can be because it's, because it's not it's not so insignificant to other yeah. people, and to them it's something very meaningful and something very hurtful. And just because it doesn't doesn't change you, doesn't mar your life, doesn't mean it doesn't do that to other people. And these people are are they're not an unknown people. It's a certain population, you know, of society who who face 
who have to bear the brunt of all of this. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, you you're a Mexican American, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you some of the some of the um, some prejudices that you know are uh, are pushed on us by the media, and that's our that's that Mexicans are lazy, Mexicans are uh, fat, Mexicans are uh, dishonest. They're uh, they're here illegally. They're um, they're just they're not intelligent, and these are things that are are uh, are portrayed mm-hmm. in the media. Maybe subtly, maybe in the past not so subtly, but right now it's done a lot more subtly, and uh, their their correct characterizations of a certain of a specific group of people that you can name you can name them you can name where they're from you can name the you know the common names that they have uh their surnames what they look like they have a they have they have an appearance they have you know they tend to wear these these types of clothes okay. and these are people's lives yeah and again most of and what you I name most of what you name i never thought once of until you just named them well, that that's what the media. I don't is listen saying. to the media at the same time as well. well I, I, could, I could, I hardly, you know. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm well, a complicated like textbook case. Maybe that's good. Because that you know, I'm. I tend to think of myself as like not bulletproof, but like, like shit talking proof. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, this stuff yeah. doesn't bother me. Yeah, but some of these I never really thought about. Some I did. Like, oh yeah, the media does do that. But some. It's like when you're like, oh, they're fat, they're unintelligent. Yeah, so <laughs> you can really... point where they're from, their surnames, like yeah. stuff like that. I I yeah. had no idea until you named it. And they said, yeah, but the media well, does yeah. it. Okay, well then the problem should be there. with within the media, and not and, not and a company, we, we, not you know a specific product. Yeah, the media. When we say the media, we should, in general. We, it's, so, it's so ambiguous. We, it's the media we we ought to be tackling because they're the ones who who, who create this division. They create the division, all right, with all these groups and subgroups and whatnot. But the media is a reflection of society. Not this media, dude. Oh yeah, it is. Well, perhaps. And again, I don't look at the media too much. And uh, the media, sorry, the the. The society that the media reflects is not the society I see, because the, the, well, society, the society that the media reflects is not is not a colorblind society. It reflects these are we have all these groups of people. Every some people are are different colors, different religions, come from different countries, have certain capabilities and uh, disadvantages and advantages over one another. Wait, certain capabilities like superpowers? I don't know. I mean. Like, you know, like as you said, some are fat, some are skinnier than others. Some are healthier than others. Uh, and uh, that th- that's the society that the media portrays. It's not a colorblind society. It's not a society of individuals. It's just a society of groups of people. You're either black, white, Asian, this, this, and that. That's all it portrays. It's always about race, religion, creed, financial and social status. It's never about we're a free society. We're all individuals. We're all guaranteed civil liberties under our, you know, Bill of Rights. And if you're religious, then we're all cre- we're all the same under the eyes of God. No one here should think that they're better than one another. But that's but that's the that's the reflection the media plays. I mean, portrays. And that's not the society I see. I see a society, a colorblind society. A society of individuals. I don't see groups of people. I don't see Muslims. I don't see Christians. I don't see blacks, Mexicans, white. I don't see any of that shit. I just see people. And this is why I say that these products never once did it cross my mind that it that it would have depicted a uh, had a bad meaning behind it. And it's not till these assholes brought it up that oh shoot, it, you know what? It does have a bad meaning. I've been. I've been eating a bad product this whole time. Shame on me. No, it's, but no, it's not. No, 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 no. It's right? just it's an example. But what I'm saying is to what you said about the media, 
that's society I see. That's the society the media wants to portray. That's fine, but that's not really what our society is. And that's cool. That's cool on you that you you see things the way they are. But uh, you know, people need to be held accountable. Of course. Of course. And uh, and uh, no one no one deserves to be treated a certain way because of their name, because of their color, of their skin, would religion they uh, they yeah. practice and uh yeah why are people now why right how come all these companies right now are taking a stand how come they're you know doing this and those are great questions and, so I mean, uh, you have to say maybe some I, are like scared they don't want that backlash <laughs> yeah of course, of course. I'm, yeah no yeah i'm not, i don't not for once for one minute, do I think all these companies just came out on their own and like you know, <laughs> yeah, own. their own free goodwill? It's all like altruistic. No, it's, I don't think so. I don't. I think they it's take like, a knee. Hey, I don't want <laughs> why they retire on you, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like uh, you know get up get caught up in all this. Yeah, so, like true. I'm gonna yeah, it's like first first they already came after the statues, the NASCAR drivers. Like next, they're coming after <laughs> us. Like the statue, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of split with that. Like removing statues, you know, I think it's rewriting history. And uh, but I, I get, I, but I get that at the same time. I know, I know what you mean. The other side, because um, I recall now too when, uh, when in Mexico City, students uh, tore down the statue of a uh, Hernan Cortez, the, guess you could say, founder slash conqueror of uh, present day Mexico. And so it was taken down, and there was mixed feelings about it too. It's like, yeah, we can't praise the guy because he wasn't exactly a hero, but we can't tear it down because, well, that again, that's rewriting history. And like, well, there wouldn't kind of be a Mexico if it wasn't for him. But as it doesn't I mean like praise a... him though, but you know, what I, but I get, I get what you mean though, in respect to the statues. I had a kind of an idea, kind of like a compromise, and I think it would be pretty fitting. Mm-hmm. What if they didn't remove the statues, but replace them so they're not looking so gallantly and so like stolen? There you go. Much of, better. Kind of looks kind of bad and like kind of like despicable. Yeah, there you go. That's that's a much better. That's, that's a much better. Um... The history is not being rewritten, and um, you're not. You know. Uh, yeah. Like a like with a plaque that says, you know, let it not be forgotten that this scumbag or this person name, yeah. you know, was responsible for this, you know, and then you can name like the atrocities they did. Yeah, and it did occur, and it did yeah. happen, and no one say it didn't. And you know what? Remember what in that post I had tagged you in? Yeah, yeah. I agree with that post one hundred percent. Let's rename all these forts and like military bases. They're all named after, you know. Racist generals of the South, deserters of, uh, of America. Yeah. They're all traitors. Yeah, well, they are, right? According to, like, the Constitution. And, yeah. yeah, they, they all seceded, and right? so technically they're all traitors. So why do we have a whole bunch of military bases named after traitors? Even in the northern right. states. Yeah, dude, I've been one. I've been to Fort Bragg. See? So... But it's just like we can't at the same time, like these movements can't cherry pick, like, you know, what's offensive, what's not, what they should take down, what or what should be changed. Because mm-hmm. it's either all bad or none of it's bad. Do not cherry pick and pick and choose. It's not okay. It's all bad or it's all good. There's no in between. Well, I will we won't rename okay. this military base because it's conveniently located here and my son's in there, and this, this, and that, and yeah, like, no, well, it's well, it's all bad, right? Yeah, either it's all bad, it's all good. Just like just yeah. just like with, with like a drug prohibition and stuff, and I I think how much you know legal harmful crap is on the markets, booze included, you know, and then mm-hmm. we we outlaw like this 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 and that, and like hey, either it's all bad or it's all good, okay. Don't well, pick. I don't. I, I think that's too drastic. Actually, it's all good or it's all bad. Some drugs have are have some medicinal benefits, and some drugs don't at all. 
Like, meth, meth doesn't have any medicinal benefits. Well, it is technically I where... If you see, well, not, I know not exactly like effect for effect, but like most yeah. like attention and deficit disorder drugs, um, oh yeah, are rooted in crystal meth. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I actually I saw a meme. There's a funny meme. Had Max in it? I huh? I think Max. Was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay. So uh, now that we got that out of the way, um, so it's, I think it's just, it's 50-50. You know, people have their good, their good reasons and, and uh, arguments for wanting so. To me, mm-hmm. hey, it's, it is what it is. And if that's the way, you know, everyone wants to go, then yeah, so be it. But I, I just hope it doesn't get to the point where, like, you know, people's creativity is going to be restricted by what might be deemed as offensive. You know, if people want it and it goes the way of like what the majority want, cool. As long as, you know, these this uh, movement does not land in the hands of politicians, because then it's over right there. Free speech, creativity, imagination, all, all that, all, it's over. Because all they're gonna, uh, all that's gonna take is the whole it's offensive and boom, off. You know, everything's gonna be very restricted. That's my only concern, really. No, I think that's an extreme concern too. But, uh, but hey, but hey, do think... not do not put it past them because look at the shit they've gone away with so far. You know, post COVID and while the pandemic and all this stuff was happening, everything that I said they were gonna do has been happening. And when I said they're going to stretch this out as long as they can, and they're not going to give it up. And to this day, they haven't given it up. As so much as to, they're even threatening to go back to the whole shutdown phase again. Because no one's complying with mask wearing and staying six feet apart, yada, yada, yada. Well, we just might have to go back to shutting down the economy. That's what I'm saying. Well, uh, I heard wearing a mask is now a... Um... It's now a it's mandatory. True, but uh, many sheriffs all throughout California are not enforcing it. So if the if the if the county sheriff doesn't enforce it, then it's most likely city police aren't going to enforce it. And being this is Orange County, they're not enforcing it, and no one's enforcing it anywhere. You can walk outside anywhere; you see many people without a mask. Well, then you have a enforcing it, it becomes a social norm and uh, if you don't follow it, you'll be uh, socially, you'll be uh, ostracized and uh, yeah, the... but that's true, but it, depending on what where, you, what, where you're where you at at the time, because here in Orange County, nobody cares about masks whether you have it on or you don't with the exception of some dickhead places where, you know, like like where I got barked at at Del Taco, but but outside, yeah. no one's really scolding you or trying it's to. Still, you know, it's just that, that Del Taco still feeling the feeling the effects of you uh, withdrawing your order, dude. But yeah, w- with respect to the mass in public, like like literally in public, it's not being enforced. Majority of people don't don't wear them outside. And with respect to like businesses and stuff, well, yeah, I mean, most stores ask you to have them when you get in. Some are like lax or you don't really care. Like I went to uh, get a boba drink today. Mm-hmm. Didn't care. I didn't have one on. I went to Starbucks really? on University in Michelson because mm-hmm. they messed up my wife's order. And she was so embarrassed to go back in and have them, you know, fix it. So I went in for her, and I went back in and didn't have my mask on. There was like two people there waiting. Nobody cared about the six foot rule. Over here, it's kind of different, dude. It's a totally different climate. Over here, everyone. Yeah, that's there. what I'm saying. Depending on where you're at. Oh, down here, I, for the most part, no one really has to worry about being, um, you know, shamed or, as you said. Um, <laughs> 
And you know uh, what we totally forgot to do today? We were gonna we we're gonna um, talk about that uh, YouTube clip um, about uh, oh Thomas Sowell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. I forgot to show you part one too. I've sent you part one. I mean, you forgot to show me part one. Yeah, but I did go up. I did look up his Twitter, and he has a daily quote on Twitter, and some of them were interesting. We'll cover that next time. And uh, the song that we're going to leave you with is uh, also by Toto, but, and it, but it's called uh, Hold On, I think. All right. So I guess uh, this is a peace out. It's been an hour. It's been an hour. And uh, we hope uh, all those listening can, you know, think with your think with your mind, love with your heart. And um, I think somebody else already said that. That's okay. You can say Sorry. I'm not plagiarizing. Um, you know, but overall, use your common sense. Do what you feel is right. Listen to your heart. And um, don't wear a mask. You look silly. Wearing a mask, Listen. thinking Aww. it stops corona is like thinking your underwear stops a fart. <laughs> Dude, I swear you just named like four songs right now. One of them was Listen to Your Heart. <laughs> All right, so have a good night, everybody, and uh, tune in next week. Well, we're going to talk about dismantling systematic racism, social equality, and um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, With uh, Mr. uh, Sorry, Dr. Thomas Saul. One of my, one of the all-time greats, and one of my favorite economists, and last free thinkers of our generation. So, interesting topic. Tune in, and uh, thanks a lot. All right, look forward to it. Peace out. <laughs>